I'm your host, Jay Wald, and this is another weekly podcast of Deeper Dive, brought to you by Plantation SDA Church. This is season four, episode 20. And I want to thank the wonderful lady who is, I believe she's still in Florida, I believe, I believe she's still in Florida. Okay, okay, just wanted to make sure. Our wonderful co-host, Dawn, welcome. Hey, how are you, Joe? How you doing? How you doing? I'm sorry <laughs> that I have my present for you in my car, but the wife wanted to leave. <laughs> yeah, I had it in the car, and my wife wanted to, you know, I'm ready to go, oh, yeah, that, we could we could talk about that offline, but you know, <laughs> so I don't get in too much trouble. So, just want to let you know that I did talk to you about that in church, right? You, you remember did, that? And you okay, did. all right, all right. Mo- moving on, moving on. <laughs> guess who? Guess who graced us with that presence today? She's back for good. She's back. Now, 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 now check. Now check this out. Now, now check this out. Now, when she left here, she was Mrs. Aloha, That's and right. then she was also known as PJ, and everybody else is known as Pastor Jen. Jen. But when she left, she got this title. <clears throat> okay, let's do this right now. This title is called the Women's Ministry Director of the Florida Conference. Welcome. Clap her hands for this lady. Let's clap her hands. Pastor Jennifer Hernandez is in the house. Amen and amen. You guys are crazy. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Uh, what an introduction. You nobody else gets that. <laughs> <laughs> so happy to be back home. That's oh, good. Wow. I'm glad glad to have you back. It's good to see you. Good to see the family. Aww, Everybody had their hands you. Everybody had their hands off for candy. You know, it's understood. Nice, nice. <laughs> yep, yep. You know that good that, but that's good. That's good. Um, I want to thank all our, our podcast listeners for taking the time out. Uh, for any questions, concerns, and comments, please hit us up. Text us via, via WhatsApp, 954-388-8780. And as always, we ask you to subscribe to our part, our channel, deeperdive.plantationsda.tv. And as we always do before we get started, it's your turn, Dawn. It's my turn to have a word of prayer, not Yes, problem. it's your turn. All right, let's pray. Loving Father, we thank you so much for this opportunity to just go deeper into your word. We thank you for your grace, your mercy, your kindness. And we thank you for Pastor Jen coming back to um, yes, yes. be with us again. We ask now, Lord, that as we dive deeper into a sermon, you'll just be revealed in everything we discuss. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Great. Beautiful in the eyes of God. How do you come about that title? I was just thinking about truly about Mother's Day and mm-hmm. how how do we as women view ourselves um, okay. with all the role, with all the roles that we take on? You know, people may pay us a compliment, and we really don't feel it. We really don't. We don't see it. No matter how many times people tell it to us, we don't. And so then I thought, well, why don't we, um, what does it take to, to feel beautiful in the eyes of God? What, when God really looks at us and he's like, listen, I've given you all these gifts, 
and you really you really do um do all these exceptionally well and therefore you know um that was just a pondering thought you know who who in the bible felt that way who what what woman particularly could could speak possibly to not feeling confident in the role that they have been placed into and um and i thought of esther and so beautiful in the in the eyes of god who can you be what do you see yourself as versus what how god really sees you okay thank you for that I like the way you started with Genesis, um, talking about being made in God's image. And you're talking about beautiful in the eyes of God. It is amazing that as women, we do not reflect upon the fact that we have the image of God in, That's a, right. in the sense of he created us mm-hmm. and created Adam, etc. Why do you think that is that women just go down that tangent of, even though I am a Christian and I know God and I, serve them but i just don't feel that beautiful you know honestly perhaps it's it's the way society views us you know we have we we have magazines that depict um what beauty should look like and you know you have these young gorgeous models and, and even when you have the the older models they're beautiful and then you realize when you when you read some behind the things um scenes you know they have personal trainers they have diets they have money to allow them to to look the way that they do and so there's that there's that downer but then what about then when you have regular women but who are posting on Facebook, you know, all these cool pictures of what she's doing, what their family is doing. And then you look at your own life and you're like, how come my life doesn't feel like that? So I think a lot of it has to do with media, what, what we are expected to portray and what women are expected to, you know, do five million and one things and still look immaculate doing it. Be immaculate mm-hmm. it, and, and have all the all the plates spinning with nothing cracking. And if one falls, then everyone focus on the one fallen plate and not all the others that are successfully still spinning. So it's that it's that it's that expectation of, yep. of what we're supposed to be. And not only that, so I was thinking, and I know this is kind of off course, but I was thinking of women were heels, right? Yeah. Women wear heels, and sometimes, like the higher they go, the cooler you are because you can walk in these fantastic stuff. Like I truly admire our sister Addie Lubin, who can walk in those six-inch spikes. Oh, right? tell me about it! Tell me about it! Runway, yeah. runway! Like, I, just, not, I just think about runway. Seriously, <laughs> not never me, never me. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and, but but these things. So I'm thinking about these and. And I put on heels when I go to work. I put it. So here's a crazy thing. I wear my flats to drive. And the moment I hit work, I switch out into into the heels to fill it, to to finish the image of professionalism. Right. (laughs) But then I think about these stupid things that even even within an hour of putting it on, I'm, I'm already slipping it off beneath the desk and or or at church. I'm walking around barefoot. We know that. Who invented these things? Guys did. <laughs> the men, men did. invented exactly. these things. Exactly. Right? 
And so um, when you ask, sorry, no, sorry, Joe, but really, sorry, really, Joe, like, it is, it's true, it's true, yeah. it's true. I'm outnumbered. I got that. These, I got that. The man who invented <laughs> these little torture chambers for me. Look, presented right. for them. To, to, yes, know. and 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 then you think, well, I have to. It's just all included, you know, the men. I'm not okay, so I'm not I'm not blaming men, but I'm just saying this image that 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 we're pandering to that we mm-hmm. have to. And if we don't like my mom asked me, so which shoes did you wear? Oh, but that doesn't that's not right with your dress because it should be this one because of what you're about to do. And but when you think about it, you're you're right, right? If you look at the whole outfit, even for men, if you put on sneakers, you're going to go jogging. Yep. If you put on business shoes, you're ready for yeah. work. Yes. Right. So what yes. image are you pre- pre- projecting? But more, what are we expected as women mm. to do? And that, and that's why I chose it. You know, I'm just like, man, I have to have all these shoes. <laughs> as much as I like shoes, it's still torture. Is, is that why women have like six, seven pairs of shoes in the car? Or more? Yeah. Or more? Yeah. yeah. I, 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 uh, I don't know if my wife is going to listen to this one, but she has a lot in hers. You know, you for, for the right. occasion, for the occasion. What you're doing. For the occasion, yeah. Yep. She does has a bunch of her shoes in her car. You know, as soon as she gets from church, she her, uh, the it's puppies are sitting going, bark it. They're like, ah, gotta get out of these shoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. I know. But uh, I, I want to ask you, I, I, I like how you did the illustration of Eve. You know, like I said, he comes this, you know, beautiful creature, you know, talking to her. But you mentioned about the fact of how she just felt like she was in, in, in bad shape. You know, you know what I'm saying? She didn't really know. Confused, like I said, he right. came with doubt, and doubt is a big, big thing. You know, mm-hmm. I kept wondering. I said to myself, "Why did she wander her alone when she's always with Adam?" Yeah, that was just my yeah. thing. No, no, and you know, then so you know, when you read other commentaries or other research, you know, then people blame Adam. Yeah, for leaving her side. Yeah. You know, at, at the end of all this, taking away blame from either side, but pinning it on 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 just the serpent. Really, if you th- that's why I said in this sermon, it's hard for me to like, I get it. She wandered or, or she she couldn't have, you know, faith in exactly what God told her. But one, she was never told that there would be a tempter that was going to come. No, you know how, how how now yeah. nowadays we say you know watch out for what Satan's gonna do watch out for those obstacles you know don't right, do this don't right. do that she had no warning all the only war the only regulation they had was don't eat that from the fruit of that tree mm-hmm. so well, let me what, let me ask you a yeah. question though sweetie but didn't mm-hmm. they know they were the only two ones there sure sure but so I'm thinking, what, okay. what, did he, what did he appear as you know something beautiful Beautiful. he was beautiful yeah. he was beautiful it wasn't this horrid snake that you're looking no, at right now no I, I know because the bible the bible said it was a winged creature yeah yep okay so for all we know it could have looked like some even more majestical bird than the oh you want with many colors yeah. I don't know. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know. I'm just saying. We don't know how. It, it could have, you, you know. know. Yeah, but it I'm just saying because so. this woman, remember, this woman's perfect. This woman's exactly. perfect. 
Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Mm -mm -mm. I just like, I like the illustration on that one, how you did that. Yeah. The casting doubt. You went through all the different things. You cut the enemy cast doubt first. Then Mm -hmm. the lie came just because of one look. How many times do we as Christian women get into that situation where the, just the one look, it, it, it just sends us down this spiral of awful events. How can we stay away from that? By not looking? <laughs> should ask, you should ask that. Okay, turn that on. Oh, you know, no, no, no. We're, we're not going to pick on you, Joe. Um, <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm thinking, well, uh, I'm thinking of it as in, well, like, turn it on, t- turn it to Joe for, you know, for a man. Right? How can you not look at a beautiful woman? So I had this conversation with Armando, my husband, the other day, right? and he's like, "Sometimes, Jen, like I could be walking in a store or talking to somebody, uh, a woman, but not only is she beautiful in the face, but what she's wearing, just like the cut, is so practically open to the cleavage that it's, you know, when it." passes by you and and then comes in front of you to talk to you it's so hard to just not realize that it's all right there within six inches of your face (laughs) and so how do you like how do you not look but then you know it's there women wear this thing yeah you know how do you how do you resist that first like whoa okay and then just keep your eyes totally trained he goes you know a couple times i can't Sometimes it's like, whoa, and then I have to remind myself, look up. <laughs> and it's more like that half second, you know, half second. And I, and I felt bad, but, you know, it's already there mm-hmm. in the flesh, unveiled. Yeah. And how do you do that? So it, it's hard. I mean, you can have you can have the closest walk with God, right? Mm-hmm. But... I don't think I don't think we can say how do you not take that one look. The question would be how do you keep your thoughts pure from that one yeah. look? Yeah, yeah. You know, because you we think can that really applies to women though. Do you think there are women that are like that? I'm sure there are. Oh yeah. You mean like without looking at somebody without thinking of them in a guy? sexual? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I can look at a man and I'd be like, wow. He's good looking and then walk on. Right. Exactly. Right. Is that what you said about me? Thank you, Pastor. Oh, so nice. That's right. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor. <laughs> I knew there's a reason why you came back. <laughs> you too. <laughs> That's what she told me. Wow. And then she walked off. <laughs> no, but you know. <laughs> no, Don, you know what's wrong with that one? Uh, wow. Before we get into another, is the imagination is gone. That's what's happened. I remember yeah. in my dating time, you know, women didn't show as much. It's true. The imagination right. was gone. That's yeah. what's gone. Mm-hmm. With, that's what's gone today. The imagination mm-hmm. is gone. You thought about it like, wow, I wonder how, hmm, or whatever. It's just gone. It's now gone. everything is yeah. like on a platter. Now it's on a platter. You're like, okay, right. I, I saw it. I see it. And that's, I'm going to be honest with you. It's a turnoff to me because I, I, you know, you're sending the wrong message. I've seen some mm-hmm. drop-dead gorgeous women at my job and other places, but it's what they're wearing. 
And exactly. Like, you know, this isn't the wrong signal here. You know? Yes. If, if, I mean, I, mean I, I well, look, quick, quick one about my wife. When I first met my wife, I, it was captivated because the fact that my wife had that innocent look about herself. And that's what attracted me to her. You know what I'm saying? And then they, they get to know her later. But what I'm saying is just that, that innocence. But now today it's like, hey, pick and choose. You know, let me go for uh, that over in the right there and I get the one on the left and that's it. And then what, where's everything after that? Nothing else to the game, nothing else to go for. The imagination is gone. Wow. That's just, yeah. it's gone. That's just me. So, so funny how you can, how do you yeah. deal with that as we're walking God's way? How are we supposed to deal with something like that? Yeah. And why do women go down the road of like, you know what? Because I know when women wear those kind of things and they mm-hmm. have everything out, it's like, this is what I choose to wear today. You're not supposed to be looking. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. So that is an oxymoron. That, that's a, that, that is that's a that's big an oxymoron, oxymoron because if you say you're not supposed to be looking, but so then why are you wearing it? You're wearing it. You're wearing it to be noticed. Yes, you're attracting okay, somebody. You're, you're you're wearing it. Why? Why would I want to wear a corset out in public? Yep. <laughs> you know, the corset's supposed to be under your garment to lift and smooth out and etc. Make your give you that hourglass figure. So then, why then would I want to take off my shirt and skirt, wear a pair of Daisy Dukes, and put the corset <laughs> on me, yes, and, yes. and with, with, with everything oh, flowing out? Goodness. But then, so then there, there, there's two things. There's like, well, I am body positive, right? That's right. Okay. I'm body positive. I can wear whatever I like. Yeah, I however, to. however, you must not look, see, or touch. Right. How can we not look if it's there? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, and that's what, Armando, that's what Armando was saying. How mm-hmm. can we as men be told all of a sudden, oh, you're cheating with your eyes when you give me everything right there. to cheat on right there? <laughs> so the younger generation <sighs> will tell you that, you know, that's the style. And mm-hmm. um, that's just what I'm going to wear. And the guys are not supposed to look at me like that. That's ridiculous because Very you're asking ridiculous. for trouble then. Yeah. You know, that, 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 that's putting yourself in yeah. directly comes, in, in harm's way. Here comes the four letter word. Yeah. That's right. That comes but the four letter know, word. Then what's what's funny, what's, you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed yeah. to touch. You're not supposed oh, to. So, 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 my, so, my rights don't come. So let's be, how about being a devil's advocate? Don't we supposed to have uh, what the Bible says uh, the fruit of the spirit? Yeah, okay. okay. What, what are we supposed to have? What are we supposed to have in the fruit of the spirit? What's that one word? <laughs> Go, what lo- love? No, uh, that's one love. Well, love is the ultimate self control. Oh. It's one of them, yeah. That's one of them. Self-control. This is just so one of those things. A, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying to be a devil's advocate to that. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, but here, here, I'm, I'm going to give you one for devil's advocate. So you said, right, that you were attracted to your wife, um, mm. to that innocence that she had about her, right? right. So mm-hmm. here's the crazy thing. 
my husband told me in the very beginning, oh, my word, I love you because you're just so innocent over the the, the simplest of things. Right? Okay. I, didn't know, okay. I didn't know a lot about innuendos or, or, or even different different things that were in the world that, oh, okay, here's a good example. Going to England and in the marketplace, Dawn, I'm not sure if you know this, but in the marketplace where they have the fresh stalls of fruit and they sell other things, cards. They have magazine racks, yep. right? Yeah, yeah. And the things in America, like Playboy and all these other gentlemanly magazines, which would be in our shelves on the top shelf, encased mm-hmm. in, in plastic and behind glass with a lock, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. In England, if it's a two, three month old issue, it is just there in the magazine stall yeah. for you to pick up for 50p for 50 cents wow. right or you and, get it in the papers because they used to be page three in the sun newspaper good right. grief right there you know so so i i pick up because i'm okay i admit i'm curious i've never seen these types of men i'm like what and my curiosity is like how could they be selling this there are children there's little babies <laughs> exactly. right here, you know. But I pick it up and I'm flipping through it, and the things that I see are are, are what you would expect to see. And so I tell Armando, who I was dating at that time, like, "Oh my word, what was this?" And so I'll just describe the contraption or whatever I saw, and he's like, "You mean you don't know? You don't know? How can you yeah. not know? How can you not know?" And then then I feel embarrassed, and then he then he says something like, "I love it that you're so." innocent but that rubbed me the wrong way oh because it's like wait a minute do you not know you're not up on it yeah yes yeah i'm not yeah. innocent well 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 should, should, i should I, I know about this stuff That's you know right. but, but when people <laughs> when, when people like say like you know even in our college circles back there and i'd come out with some dumb comment because i just don't know and right. people there tell me too like what you don't drink you don't you've never you don't want to try this this i'm like no 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 oh my goodness you're so innocent mm-hmm. i got you i, I see what you're saying and, and at that point that's where you think like well i don't want to be innocent exactly so mm, it's, okay. right. it's the peer pressure that push, pushes you over the edge yeah i to um to be a naive you know but it's, yes it's, i understand i got your point i got your point yeah. i got it I think in that not wanting to be innocent too is also why women dress risque. Mm. Right? Because mm. they mm. could be they could be untouched virgins, not even had made out, etc., whatever. But the way that they can feel a part of the world is well, let's just dress a little less. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. To be a part of it. So how do we tell our young girls what is right and what is wrong? Yeah. It's hard for young girls to hear it because that's what their friends are doing. You know, but constantly, I think it's just constant repetition of, and unfortunately, a constant comparison of look do you want to look like that or do you want to look like this look at the two dressed and undressed 
which one which one do you feel do you feel comfortable approaching or would you feel someone comfortable approaching and treat you with respect yeah I, you know pastor jen i i i i look at the relationship between the mother and daughter mm. I, I i look at that first mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. also I look at the relationship of their friends because I, I look at that. I, I see, you know, right. I'm like, okay, I, I, you know, because I believe me, there's some wholesome young ladies at Plantation yes. I've seen. You can see that. You can yes. see it. Yes. And it's what they say and it's how they carry themselves. And then others, you know, nothing bad. It's just, you just see it. You just say, okay. And you could just, you could tell. You could tell. But you could tell. I think too, when you constantly remind young ladies not only of their physical physical attributes, but of what they do well on a regular basis. That would help. Right? That helps. And then reminding them of how God created them to be. You're not necessarily, so I'm not saying not necessarily like, and this is such a bad model of, I'm going to get struck, struck down by. No, you're not. By something, but you know, don't tell them necessarily to dress like. Well, the only way you can be respectable is to dress, you know, in LNG white clothes, because there is that comparison too, right? <laughs> oh, you know, when you, when you, you when went you, down that road for the LNG white. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But, but when you when you give women like long skirts or whatever, the or or tell them, hey, you know, make it. Maybe if your skirt length was a little bit longer. Etc. Then Im- immediately, what comes out of some of these girl women's mouth is, so what? You want me? Yeah, to, yeah. You want me me, yeah. me be like LNG White? <laughs> you know, and that, that's not that's not it. It is no, how do you view no. yourself? You know what what is your character? How do you view yourself in God? It goes back to self esteem. It goes back to how your parents talk to you. It goes mm, back to yeah, you know yeah. to the friends that you are with. What kind of company are you carrying that has that same type of? There you um, go. There you go. You know, love in 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 good things rather than worldly I, things. I, just, I think, like I said, uh, Don, I, you ladies hope you agree with me. It's just keeping that purity. It's yes. just keeping that purity that God has blessed you with and carried it on. You know, it's a godliness. Sure. That's right. Yeah, it is. Um, I, I like the fact that you made the, the okay, you know, you know, the comparison with Esther. Um, and then you talked about other, other people that uh, God has used. But what stood out to me is when you said unconventional people. God has used unconventional people, oh, yeah, and unconventional events or methods mm-hmm. for an unconventional mission. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. I love the way you said that. Because he's used the most unlikely person to do his will. To do crazy and, and things. Just crazy things. You would never go like, why in the world did he use that person? And he's one of the worst. And then you find exactly. out his, his, his lineage, his lineage comes through a harlot. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, wow. Exactly. I mean, for the men, if you think about it, here, go bring that, go bring that nation out of slavery. And yeah. I know you can't, I know you can't talk, so therefore. Here's a rod, but when you pick it up, it's gonna turn into a snake. Yeah, you're like, huh? Exactly. You know, like, <laughs> how is that supposed to bring people out of Egypt? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. And you, a, 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 a literal stutterer. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what? <laughs> Boy, God is, is is awesome. I tell you, he God is. is awesome. He is. Um, what you got, Don? God goes with us to fight our battles. He used the the situation of Esther 
she was required to go to the king at a time when she didn't think she could be killed. Yeah. How important do you think it is as Christian women that we step out for God, regardless of what the world may be saying, you know, that's not good for you to do because you're a girl. I mean, I could use so many examples. Jen, you can't be a pastor because you're a girl. Mm. um, It is important when you know, when you are absolutely sure without a doubt of what he has called you to do, right? Because he can call you once, but then if you're not willing, that call won't come again, Mm. right? Or you you can ignore it. And that call will keep on coming after you mm-hmm. if if he wants you if you truly are the one. I mean, mm-hmm. God can use God can use anybody, right? He can he always can. use anybody, but he's choosing you specifically because of how you are. Mm-hmm. Right? And so and so I think it is very important um, to stand up no matter what. How then will how then will specific things get done, right? If we if we continue to say no, if we don't have that faith to see it through, well, then yeah. then we will never know. Then mm-hmm. we will never know. If we say no, we'll never know the outcome. We'll always live with the man. I was called to do that, and how would my life be different now if I had said yes at that time? You know, I, I think it's very important to to shut out all the naysayers, especially if you've prayed about it and it's something that has been haunting you. And I'm oh, sorry, God doesn't haunt, but he he keeps after, you know, yeah. he keeps after you. He keeps that certain fire alive for that something specific. And eventually, if you don't, if you keep turning it away, eventually, yeah, he will find somebody else. But, he, but he at, will. The, at the end of the day, he's been calling you. You know, and it is so important that no matter how many how many obstacles that you have in your way for you to do it anyway, because then you can prove that when you have come through each of them, you can prove that it was never because of what your talents were or because of uh, of what you did that you can always point it back and say, well, that happened because of God. There was no way I could have done it. So it's, therefore, the glory always will go back to him through what he can accomplish through you. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. let's go to the story of New York. <laughs> and the preachers getting up there and doing their thing and Pastor Jen thinks Amen. Like look, look, why amen. Me like them. Why do you, <laughs> you could change your style just like that? I don't know. You know, because Black German 101. Serious, no, seriously. I mean even I, even I was getting like, you, you think, you, you hear their thing, right? You're like, wow, yes, amen. Yeah, ooh, I gotta, ooh. I, but, and, and then you see the crowd reaction and you just like, yeah, I gotta, you have to be there. You just had to be there like, yeah, I gotta, I'm terrible. <laughs> I, 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 I up the game. Be, because you see, like, you see how they are, but here's the thing, and I get it. 
you know, black preaching, that is their style. They're, they're, the they're the, they're the hype. They're the, that's the culture. Yeah. You know, and right, I don't right. know. I don't know what it was that I thought that I could change it. Just, just like that. <laughs> I wanted to, I really wanted to because of the, because of the, because of the audience approval. Mm, mm. I'm, 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 do we do this for approval or do we do this for God? I know. Yeah. yeah. I know. And, and, and but that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Right. I was sitting there asking God, why am I here? <laughs> why? Why did that pastor call me? Why? Why? I don't know what to do. I really was near tears. I was, I was wiping away tears before my turn. Mm, mm, Just mm, silently, mm. like acting like I had like a yeah. something in my eye. Wow. I tell you. So I'm, when we, I'm, mm-hmm. you go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 you're good. You're good. You're oh, good. you can go ahead. Go ahead, because I cut okay. you off. No, that's okay, Dave. That's all right. That's why you co-host. But uh <laughs> But the thing about it, what gets me is, I'm just glad your honesty about that. I really am. I really, I, I, I've, I've seen you develop, Pastor Jen. And just to be honest like that, it's just sometimes, it's you know how blunt it is, but it's just wonderful to see that you are growing. But the fact of it is, is that your son brought you back down and said, hey, mom, come on. You know, this is you. I, 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 lo- I love that. You know, you, 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 got, you got the critiquers right there. And they're like, exactly. mom, mom, this is you. <laughs> we're visiting. Exactly. We're, we're coming to, we're coming to, you know, this is you. Yeah, I love that. I love that, man. Your family is going to be the one right there to tell you the truth. You know, they, they will but be. I can, under, I can, but I can understand that though. You know, the church is doing their thing. You know, I can go to church. Okay. People. <laughs> I, I, you know what I was so impressed about? Because I'm not saying the name of the church, but. I was so impressed that black preachers can take the simplest thing, say a rhyme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they rhyme, so, right? So, 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 I so, talking so, about. He, he did a different, he did a different <laughs> rhyme, but I'll give you, I'll give you an example, right? And I just sat mm-hmm. there like flabbergasted. <laughs> Mary had a little lamb. His fleece was white as snow. And everywhere that Mary went, the lamb was sure to go. And I'm sitting there like, um, <laughs> what, how, what, where does that belong in the sermon? And then, you know, everybody's, yes, sir, amen, amen. And he's like, I am the little lamb. My fleece is not white as snow, but everywhere that Jesus is, I am sure to go. And, I, and I'm like, oh, what? Uh, <laughs> hey, Don, I know, I know they kill that organ. Like, they kill yes, that yes, organ. Four sentences of a nursery rhyme and oh, then make it goodness. spiritual in two minutes. Because that's, I'm just like, that's their culture. That's because that I'm coming from England. And listening to that, I'm like, huh? <laughs> wow. Really? Hey. And then you see all the singing and just like Joe said, with the organ going around. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah man. That's the hey, thing. 
Hey, I grew up in the South. I mean, you know, I was a That's northern a kid. Way, man. But the South for yeah, I'm talking about you talking about James yeah. Brown every mm. day. Mm. And I'm talking about how in the they world did that. Little that? Thing. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the, the same person came in with limping and then walking out floating. I'm like, That's oh, right. Oh. We're walking all, <laughs> all, all day long. I was like, how in the world? I mean, I mean, one of them was preaching so hard that I thought he was almost going to fall off of the the, the, the dais and, oh, no, and, and no. the pastor had to, and he was just like, you know, at one point, practically on his knees preaching and the pastor <laughs> was like, come on, come on, get up, get up. And I'm just like, I, I mean, I'm amazed. I'm thinking how, how, how can we be become so immediately overcome with the spirit? So, so, then, so here's my, I'm with my camera. I, I, I'm like videoing all this. I'm just like, how do I get there? How do I do this? I gotta, <laughs> I gotta do this. How do I do this? And so when I told, you know, and the, I didn't say it all on the show, but I was, I was telling David, I'm like, and the rhyme, guys, the rhyme. And then they're like, so, whoa, how would you have done it, mom? So I did it just like how I, you know, how I just said, well, what if I use Mary's little lamb? You know, Mary had a little lamb. Like, oh, just stop, just stop, just stop, stop it, stop it. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, mom, no, no, no. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> like, oh my God! I, I would love to see that. I would I'm love like, to why, see why, that. Why not? They're like, no, 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 no. That's not you. <laughs> no, but, but you know that it, it was it was amazing how kids can you sometimes you never sometimes you always think or a lot of times I think like man is what is what I say to them am I am I just being that 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 ruler ruler stick mom that's always like believe in jesus and And are they hearing are they listening um but then Mm -hmm. then those moments come right where they turn around and they affirm you without you even expecting the affirmation and and they tell you truths that you've been you've told them like walk in your own skin jesus made you the way you are don't listen (laughs) Don't listen to other people. And now, now they're turning around and throwing it right back at me. And I'm like, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. All right. Oh my goodness. Uh, you know, you know, a- a- after my sermon, some some a couple of people were like, is there really a class called Black Preaching 101? I'm like, yes. <laughs> of course. Of course. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. Wow, I would love to see that dog. That would have been something else, man. I was like, wow. That would have been fun. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, growing up as a little kid, I saw that every Sunday. I saw that every Sunday growing up. Yeah, I'm talking about moonwalking, everything. I'm like, wow. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I tell you. You know what, though? Most- you, 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 you said something about you're glad I told that. You yeah. know, I was really wondering if I should even tell that. Mm-hmm. You know, because we have a black church plantation. And I'm thinking, man, you know, by saying that and my experience, and I think too, like, could this even offend anybody by (laughs) by me sharing (laughs) what I experienced? And I thought, "Ah, forget it. (laughs) (laughs) It was needed, though. It was needed. It's a good laugh, but it was needed, too. (laughs) It was interesting. It was interesting. I think it kind of tied in with beautiful in the eyes of God that you that you need to do this extra thing in order to fit in or to be this relevant preacher. 
<laughs> and God has made you this way with this style, with this message. And right, you're gonna, right. You're do something else and change it up real fast. It's, it's and like I said, your son said you were good enough. Yeah. You're good enough. That's enough. That's right there in, in the subject. Mm -hmm. Good enough. Exactly. So how, is, so how is the women's ministry treating you, Pastor Jan? How yes. That new transition from pastor of plantation to now women's ministry director of the Florida mm -hmm. Conference. How is Drum that? Roll. Drum it's, roll, um, Well, it's, it's, it's been tiring in the sense of, you know, going weekend to weekend, not, not being in the same, in the same place. Driving just so much driving. It's incredible. I think we, I think we went from like 68,000 miles to like 80, you know, and there's just been a lot of driving and I, I can imagine. because right now, you know, I, I'm, I go there, I go up to the conference once a week just to do some key specific things of what it do to whatever, however we have to promote or get ready for, et cetera. And so that part is tiring, but honestly, seeing, on the other hand, going to these different events, um, different churches, because usually I'm at the different churches for their Women's Day or, or something related to the women. Right. And being at the camp meeting just to, the different camp meeting just to say, hey, you know, we're here and, and come, come join us and you want you don't come take this free token in exchange for you know your e emails so that we can tell you what's going on with women's ministries and to be in that vein where i am meeting so many different women and and then you hear the stories of you know either one they have an excellent women's ministries um leader and programs at their church to the very opposite end of the spectrum where they don't have a leader. They haven't had women's ministries, period, in several years. They want they want to be involved. They want. How do we even start women's women's ministries in their church? Right, right. And and, and then on top of that, you hear, you know, wherever I go and whenever I preach, you know, I I always include something of my life. But then when you hear the real world, you know, when, when, when the women come up and say, wow, so I've done that has happened to me and I'm struggling with that. One, one came to me recently and said, I was just about to give up my position in women's ministries, mm -hmm. but because of your, because of your testimony, testimony today, you convinced me that I am called and I'm going to stay, mm -hmm. you know, these things, you know, these stories, you know, you hear women who, who, who have gotten pregnant um, out of wedlock and they hold positions in the church and, you know, they're afraid of what's going to happen or what, ha you know, either they're about to receive church discipline or they have received church discipline and they're struggling through it. And you hear all these stories of, you know, them too, they've, they've, their parents are dying or have died. And, you know, how, how do you, how do you navigate it with your family? How come you did it? How, um, not how come, how did you do it, as you said, and how do you remain strong? So when you hear 
And when I hear these stories and when I hold these women and pray over these women, in this sense, I feel like I've never left plantation in the way of pastoring. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. And, and that's what, that's what I was slightly not afraid of, but I was wondering if I would still be able to do pastor, you know, yeah. um, talk to women and, and it's coming in spades. And I, and, you know, in that sense, I am so thankful, you know, that because women's ministries is not just about retreats or, 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 or spiritual emphasis weeks or tea parties as beautiful and glamorous as they all can be or are not. Some are very simple. It's about connecting, you know, connecting to to people, to bringing them back to God or showing them that they are worth it, um, mm-hmm. worth it in God's eyes, beautiful in God's eyes. And that 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 I've seen that I've been a part of. That I'm so humbled, you know, that God can still use me in the pastoral sense. You know, mm-hmm. I know I have a lot of administrative duties to do and we're, we're trying to get underway, but the whole being with the women, meeting not only um, the Caribbean culture now, but meeting all different cultures. Mm-hmm. It's it's awesome. It is awesome. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Wonderful. That's wonderful. I know you have, I think you mentioned two events coming up. Uh, June mm-hmm. 1st, July 1st is the Can Kalako for the Women's Retreat, right? It's a one-day women's retreat, yes. Okay, and then you have something in August. We'll start with the Southern Union. The Southern uh, Union Women's Convention. Okay, good, good, okay. That's like that. I, 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 okay, I, I, I thank you for showing us your secretary. I know that's a busy yes. lady. Claudia, <laughs> she right? So Claudia. Shy. Yeah. Claudia. Claudia. And she was like, wait, I just came here for the meeting. I'm like, uh-uh, you're women's ministries. You better walk up with me. Like, no. That's right. That's good. That's good. Uh I did wanna I did want to finish uh uh this without saying giving acknowledgement to Deshauna, the wonderful decision she made. Yeah, Deshauna, uh, yes. Baptism and my awesome. wife being in the pool with both of you guys. That oh, was just, that was just wonderful to see. Yeah. I have to send you the pictures. You, you got pictures, right? The pictures were sent to you? Well, pictures no. sent to you? Okay, I'll send them to you. I'll send them to you. You, you take pictures? Yeah, of awesome. course. I was the one saying cheese. I was the one going cheese, everybody. You I was, I was so, I was in such euphoria that I was not even looking at who was taking the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll send them to you, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's just wonderful. And, and that's right there. That's yes. what I mean. That mm-hmm. being in a pool, one, with a young woman who you know, has this great potential for evangelism, right? Of course, of course. And then two, for me, it's kind of like full circle because I see me as young as she was, but then now to have your wife and a female elder in the pool and I'm in the pool and we know that we've had different interactions with Tashana in in just a short time that I've been there and just to know, to be requested. You know, can you baptize me? Can Elder Dion be in the pool with us? And just, it felt almost like historic in a way that several years ago, you wouldn't have a female pastor and a female elder. Yeah, at the same time, yeah. You know, at the same time in a pool, you know, baptizing, Mm -hmm. baptizing a young woman with just possibly a future in 
pastoral ministry event. I don't know what, what she's going to be, but in, in that sense, you're just like, I'm just kind of sitting here like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, Wes is awesome. Believe me, it's good. it was good to see. I'm glad I was a part of that. Mm. Well, Don, you have anything else, Don? No, I'm done. I'm done. All right, man. We, we, uh, the, the queen has been gracious with her presence from the north. You know? <laughs> You're killing me. <laughs> no, it's just wonderful to see you. It's always wonderful to see you. And, you know, I, I always see you know say, I miss you. I tell her already. I miss her. You know, these little things. But, yeah, because we miss your family, man. We miss Likewise. you. But we know that God has bigger and better things. And you will continue to do more. You will. That's why he put you where he put you. So doing that. So Pastor, you don't you know how it goes, Pastor. You know what we do. Yes, yes. All right. <laughs> Let's pray. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for another opportunity, Father, to um, not only come home to be with my family, Lord, but to be on this podcast with Joe and Dawn, Lord, and just, just I love this, uh, this great, amazing rapport where we can talk about you, Lord, and, and revel in your goodness. And so, Father, Lord. I ask God that you continue to help us see the worth in ourselves because we were made by you, Father, that we can overcome our own our own thoughts about what what we are and you'll tell us, you know, what we truly are. Beautiful, Father, and to help us walk in the giftedness that that you instilled in us from the very beginning, Father. Thank you for for everything for your goodness, your mercy, for using us for these humble, humbling opportunities. Father, what a privilege, truly God, what a privilege it is to be a part of these days in your closing moments of history, Father, as we work to bring your coming closer. Truly a privilege, Father, to, to be in the vineyard for you. Thank you, Lord. Use us as you would as your hands and feet. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Ladies, thank you so much. Yeah.